Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, welcome to Pod Tiki. My name is Tony, and this is a very special treat. We are in for another episode of Tiki Chats, because like I said before, I am deep, deep in the research phase of the next Pod Tiki episode, which means I am might be very, very inebriated by this time you hear this, but it's research. It's all for the greater good of the Tiki, right? So... To make sure that you guys have some content in between these episodes, I like to sit down with people that I admire, that I have met, that I am friends with or fans of uh, in this great tiki world. And one of those gentlemen has, is, uh, has a business that I've actually used and I'm very happy with. And I know a lot of you have as well because I see you using his products all on the grams. Um, let me introduce to you from Surfside Sips, my buddy Andrew. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Pretty good, man. How you doing? Yeah, no complaints. Been it's been a it's been a busy last couple months. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, uh, I can see it's been busy because all, all you got to do is anybody who's into tiki and follows the tiki stuff on online can just take a couple of swipes down, and you can't go a couple of thumb scrolls without seeing one of your products in somebody's drink. So, congratulations on the business, man. Thanks so much. Yeah, I. I uh, I kind of fell in at the right place at the right time. You know, there's a real resurgence of tiki going on right now and tiki cocktails. And, uh, and I'm, and I'm a fan and I kind of got into this business at just the right time. It's, I, I feel like, I feel like everything sort of like has fallen into place for me really well, you know, with, with, with the straws and the tiki and the cocktails. And <laughs> there is a, there's a lot of that going on, man. And I, I can relate cause I kind of feel the same way. Like, um, we were talking a little bit before we got on, uh, before we got on air, and there, um, I started getting into this right around the time when it started getting popular again, and I had no idea it was getting popular. I was very naive in thinking that I was going to start something that no one else was doing yet, and then I realized that there's this whole community out there that's been going on for a decade before me. But really, especially here in Nashville, um, we didn't really start seeing it really pop up into a resurgence until a couple of years ago, and. You know, much like the original Tiki movement had to uh, endure during Prohibition, we've seen the Tiki movement here, around me at least, kind of endure during, during uh, the, the shutdowns and the pandemic. Like, it seems to be going stronger than ever now that we're back up and going, man. And, and obviously, that you see that in your, on your end of it because you're getting the orders. Let's tell people yeah, a little yeah. bit, while we're talking about what everything you do, let's, for people who don't know, let's just take, talk a little bit about yourself and... And what are the products you're offering, Surfside Sips and all that? All right. Um, well, Surfside Sips, I uh, uh, I make and sell reusable straws for cocktails. That's how the business started. Um, since then, I, I, I started the company about three years ago. Since then, I've branched out to, you know, uh, swizzles, uh, uh, cocktail picks, uh, muddlers, pretty much anything cocktail related. Um, I'm a, I'm a glass artist. Um, I, I got my start doing this. I'm a general contractor by trade and, uh, I, I remodeled the house of a really well-known glass blower up here in Humboldt County where I live in Northern California. And, uh, and he got me behind the torch here. Um, you know, just messing around and I spent a couple of years making marbles, just doing it as a hobby. And, uh, I was 
desperately looking for a way that I could do this all the time. Like I, I've never really considered myself an artist. And then I found this medium that just like, that just spoke to me, you know, it was like, it was, it was, it was, uh, I, I, I have a, I found that I have a pretty good aptitude at it. I understand molten glass for whatever reason, you know, I can, I, I like, I get, I get the mechanics of it. I get how it works. I get the process. And, um, and so then the, the straw band happened, um, there in San Francisco, um, right at the end of, uh, 99, I think. Um, and, and the writing was on the wall, you know, I'm not, I'm not the first person to make glass straws. There's been several other companies out there doing it for, you know, over a decade, like simply straws, straw some, um, to name a few, but there wasn't anyone who was hyper-focused on the cocktail community and the craft mm -hmm. cocktail community. So before I got into Cheeky, I, uh, I, I started my, you know, I started making straws and I got on the Instagram there and I saw all these beautiful cocktails, you know, it's, um, and, you know, and I'm making these straws that are, you know, I have them in like 10 different colors at that time, you know, and they're transparent. They look great in the sunlight. And I saw these beautiful, colorful cocktails. And, and again, the writing was on the wall. It was like, I had this aha moment, one of many aha moments since I started my business. It was like, this is what I'm making straws for. I'm making straws for cocktails. And, and I just like, and I. Yeah. And, and as soon as you, 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 like you said, you see these cocktails with these incredible, gar especially when you're in the tropical genre, incredible garnishes, beautiful flowers and fruits and, and swizzle sticks. And then there's a plastic straw in there you got from Walmart. It's like, right. it just doesn't match the decor of like, you know, why not? You got these beautiful swizzle sticks. Why does your straw look like crap? And so now you can kind of blend that you offered something to the community that is a piece of art that goes with the artwork that's already there. And you're already tying into, you know, the, uh, the California is usually on the, on, on the, the, uh, the cusp of, you know, all the, uh, how, what would you call it? The movement to be greener and. Right. The, you know, the zero waste movement, the, yeah. the, yeah, the plastic. But you're in the right side. place and for both genres to kind of intersect in that Venn diagram. Totally. And so like, I, so I started out, so I became like, I might develop this interest into, in, in cocktails and craft cocktails as a, as a result of, you know, of being a glass artist. And I fell into Tiki the same way. I like started out at, at cocktails and then, you know, eventually if you're like, if you're, you know, looking at cocktails, looking at cocktails, you're eventually going to come across a Mai Tai or a painkiller or a pina colada or whatever. And, mm -hmm. and like you said, you know, I saw all those and it was just like, boom, you know, flowers, you know, huge garnishes, uh, you know, and, uh, and the mugs. And then these mugs who are like pieces of art in and of themselves. And that was yet another aha moment for me where I'm like, oh, you know, I want to put my art with this art, you know, and it's like, so there's the arts in the mug the arts in the cocktail and then there's the so why not why can't there be art in the straw and so that's when i started making you know getting into like the the bone straws like i make here you know and the bamboo straws and the ones that like i started really focusing my you know my artsier straws because i have a whole line of just like the basic simple yeah. straws that look really nice in a craft cocktail but i wanted to do something more when it came to tiki like really 
you know? And so then I started making the ones with the turtles on them, you know? <laughs> and that's yeah. like, I, I, I come up with a new idea every week, you know? And I just kind of throw it out there to the Instagram well, I can tell. and see I, what I, I can tell your brain is constantly moving. And that's great for business, right? But I can tell you always got something going on because I see you posting with new stuff all the time. But even, you know, you, uh, you did that, that puffer recently that was on, that was on uh, Instagram. And I saw the pre-order and I was like, I need to have this. So I had to get myself one. But before you even get done with that run, you're already promoting the next thing you have going on. Uh, this, this, is, is your brain just constantly like thinking of ideas all the time? Are you, are you like on, on the job site for your contractor job, just with a notepad, just writing down stuff you're thinking of? I haven't, I haven't built a house in like two years. Oh, okay. I do straws full time now. <laughs> That's awesome. Cause I find myself at my, uh, at my, at my day gig, just like with a note, like taking notes on my phone constantly for like things for like different ideas I might have for make recipes or whatnot. So, but that, Oh, that's great. Well, that's, that's no, freaking I'm, a, I'm a success story. My side hustle became my full-time job. That is I incredible, man. Congratulations, time. man. That's awesome. Sure. That's awesome. Uh, it's, but no, it's, it's all, it's all I think about. It drives my wife crazy. Like, you know, one day, one day she, you know, last year she just blew up. She's like, can we just not talk about straws, you know, for just like, for one day can we just like not you know like it seems like that's all you ever think about and talk about is straws <laughs> oh that's funny so, she can't she, she can't even go on a hayride because the straw reminds her of straws right <laughs> that's kind of like she doesn't even like drinking from straws right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, no straws it's uh they think she's making a statement but she's really just like no i'm tired of straws right it's uh no yeah yeah my wife is kind of the same way with like sh she'll She'll get home from work, and lo and behold, you know, I'll be on the back porch with, with a cigar and a and, and reading one of my tiki books, and and or try like jotting down, you know, stuff in my phone, and or like, you know, doing something like this. And she'd be like, oh, I, "Really, tiki again?" And I'm like, well, "What do you want from me?" Hey, there's worse things I could be into, right? So yeah, I'm pretty lucky. She's accepting of you know, like, I I just got into tiki you know, maybe a year and a half um, ago or so, you know, and I've been to two Tiki, I've been to both the Tiki Oasis now, Arizona and, and San Diego. I, uh, I mean, I dove head first into the Tiki rabbit yeah. hole, you know, so, and really developed a passion for it really quickly. Like I have a whole, you know, a, like we were talking about earlier, I have a bookshelf full of books. Now I have Martin Kate's book. I have Shannon Mustafer's book. I have, um, 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 a couple of Jeff Barry's books, and uh, and I have a shelf that's like I'm. If I were to guess, I'd say I'm maybe forty mugs deep at this point. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to. Uh... And she's pretty. She's pretty accepting of that. You know, <laughs> that I've taken over a whole corner of our living room pretty much to display all my mugs. Yeah. Yeah, it's we. Um, I like to. I like to give my wife crap for because she gives like she likes to give me crap, but she's pretty. Uh, like we we pretty much both enjoy it. Uh, as long as long as, uh, as long as I try to keep it classy, you know, as long as I don't let my rum bottles spill too much into the into the kitchen, and as long as I can, right. as long as I can keep it hidden in the uh, or away where they need to be. We just went. Uh, we just got back from Hawaii, and it was my first time going. Went out to Kauai, oh, and we went. To, yeah, man, we got to go <laughs> to uh, Tiki Aniki out there. Oh, which is cool! A, and uh, so I, of course, I had to get a couple of mugs to bring home, and. Uh, and then Halloween is coming up, so I was like, "Well, we don't, you know, we don't really have any Halloween mugs. We need to get a couple of Halloween mugs." So next thing you know, I like 
here's like five more mugs coming and you know and she's like where are we gonna put all these mugs i'm like well you know you've been wanting a house right when you get a bigger place so that's, that's there's an excuse to buy a bigger place so I'm lucky I'm a carpenter because I just built another shell. <laughs> <laughs> so, so was, was that pretty much your introduction into the cocktail world and tiki? Was it just making the straws and then discovering the drinks along the way? Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was, I'm. To be honest, I'm. I haven't uh, been much of a drinker. Um, so, uh, so I. Now I like I make a cocktail almost every night now, but before that, you know, it was, you know, I it just wasn't something that even really I yeah I I didn't pay much attention to. It just wasn't something that I even thought about, you know, and uh, and but but I really felt like it was important to like if I was going to be a part of this community and if I was going to like, you know, it started out. To be to be totally frank, it started out as like you know as a marketing thing. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I want to learn about this so I can sell straws, but I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the tiki or with the not just tiki but with the cocktail culture. The people that I've met on social media and Instagram are some of the the I would I, I honestly have to say that the tiki I mean the the cocktail and the tiki community are some of the coolest people that I've met on all of social yeah. media. Like just just the most righteous, down to earth bunch of people, and uh, so I feel really fortunate to have fallen into that. Yeah, it's uh, I find that too. I it's a uh, it's always a little you know, and I got into it um, from the you know because I had done podcasts before and I've done writing before, and I got into I was trying to find a way to get into the tiki community so that's why i did the podcast because i was like well this could be my way in and i'm not competing with anybody because i'm not selling anything or anything like that so uh but as a writer in the past i've always had a tendency to be a little bit more sarcastic and irreverent so in the tiki community i find that uh like i almost feel bad like i don't want to be too sarcastic because everybody's so nice i don't want to offend anybody (laughs) (laughs) So it's like usually like I'll end up in the in my podcasts. I don't know if like people people that listen to know before that I um like I really appreciate the historians that went before us and found all these recipes out. Uh and I told you like Jeff Berry was one of the guys that got me into tiki. His recommendation of like books to read and seeing him right. um, speak was like man, like he's cool. And then uh I've actually, I've actually been on a, I got to go to a, on a Zoom call one time and, and where Martin Kate was on and got to meet him too, and, or at least hear him speak. And he was super, really cool. And both those guys super are awesome. Nice guy. Super nice Everybody is super nice. But I also am not afraid sometimes of pointing out the things that I don't agree with them on. Like, uh, that's when it comes to recipes and things like that. Everybody's got their own, everybody's got their own distinct style. And if you follow somebody and learn their style enough, you realize that, okay, well, you you can pretty much fill in the blanks if you, if you know how they do their stuff. Uh, you know, like, in fact, the, uh, the planter's punch I'm drinking right now is the smuggler's cove recipe, but I, but I have to make my own simple syrup and stuff like that because the way Martin Kate makes his drinks is way too sweet for me. And it just, it just, it, it makes, it's like sickingly sweet. Now I, I freaking, I admire the dude greatly, 
but I just don't agree with the way he makes his, the sugary he makes his drinks, you know? Um, so like, but I was, I like, so I like to, you know, you were, you were, uh, you were making a comment earlier when we first got on about how I didn't look like how you thought I would look because I, I call myself a little Italian guy and you thought I would right. look different, but it's that, I, I think it's that little Italian guy attitude that wants me to like break balls all the time. Like I just, so I'm afraid of, of offending people because everybody's so nice. That was a long way. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a long winded story for me to get back to the original point again. That's okay. But, uh, but yeah, I, but I agree. The, the, uh, the community has been just super nice. And, and so, like, even though we all live across the country from each other, most, a lot of us do, it's, uh, it's fun to get on zoom chats or go online and, and get to talk to everybody. You mentioned that you just went to Hawaii for the, was, did you say it was for the first time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've, I, I, I've, I've been a surfer my whole life. I grew up in, you know, the central coast of California before I moved up here to Northern California. I've been to Hawaii and, and traveled. I've never been to the Caribbean like you were talking about, but I've traveled to surf all over, you know, I've been to Hawaii. I've been to, um, um, to some spots in, in, in Asia. And, cool. and so uh, I, so I've been uh, been exposed to like you know that you know the Polynesian culture, and I've mm-hmm. like always been drawn to it, but in a kind of different way. It's always kind of been on like the peripheral of my life, you know. Like, but I've but like like the art I've always been drawn to. Like I've had like like I have a bunch of art in my house that I've had for you know decades that all have like bamboo frames and things like that, you know. And so it's it's not surprising to me that when I like discovered tiki um that that i was drawn to it you know it just wasn't something that i like really ever noticed before i guess you know and like i said i wasn't really that into cocktails and so i wasn't you know it it didn't (laughs) but uh well i imagine it it was not it wasn't on my radar i imagine in california the polynesian culture is just sort of around you know even if it's polynesian pop you know, it's just sort of a oh, record. Sure. The same way that growing up on the east coast of Florida, the Caribbean culture was just sort of around. It wasn't even right. that you were had to be into it. It was just in the ether around you. You know, like I grew up with you know old Spanish guys smoking cigars and wearing Panama hats, and you know, or, or and a bunch of you know, it it wasn't it wasn't unheard of to work with a Haitian guy or a Jamaican guy at work because they just come right over the you know it would you know, a lot of Mexican and Puerto Rican culture. It was just, it was just there. It was just around. And then sometime, sometime it, it's funny because it took me moving to Nashville before it kind of clicked in my head. It was like, oh, all these things are kind of like, I'm into all these things because I grew up around it. And it's sure. kind of, it's led to my love of tropical drinks. So I imagine on the West Coast, it's pro- especially now that I've been to Hawaii, I can see how that culture would permeate, you know, uh, the, the west coast over there and kind of just be around all the time yeah and, you know especially you know there's like you're talking about the venn diagram you know there's definitely a crossover when it comes to just polynesian culture and surf culture you know there's definitely you know ha- there's a lot of crossover there and uh um so yeah um well, before also, we veer I, yeah, before we veer off ahead. too much man let me um let me take it back. There was one of the reasons why it took me so long, I think, to order my first glass draw was uh, the thinking about like, well, it doesn't, 
it doesn't like that that's almost doesn't seem safe like if a shard of glass breaks off or something like that or it gets hit in the wash or what if i'm drinking a, there's a glass piece in there and i drink it up so can you kind of explain to us why that why that's silly and how it kind of ease our minds a little bit absolutely I, I get this a lot and so uh for okay so for starters the glass i use is called borosilicate it's the same type of glass that they use in scientific equipment and beakers and it's some of the strongest glass um, out there. It's got a really, uh, what's called a really low coefficient of expansion. So it can go from like the freezer into like, uh, into like hot boiling water and it won't fracture. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Pyrex essentially. It's, it's, I can't, I'm not supposed to say the name Pyrex because that's, you know, copyrighted, but that's the uh -huh. same type of glass as Pyrex. Um, when people, um, you know, talk about they're afraid to, to use a glass straw because they're afraid it's going to break. Um, I, the first question I usually ask them is like, well, are you afraid to drink out of a glass? Because <laughs> in my mind, it's about the same risk, you know. Um, of course, you want to give the straw a quick once over, you know. Um, but it's like drinking, sipping through a chipped straw would be as dangerous as drinking from a chipped glass i would say yeah. you know um well and i imagine we all know how easy it is to uh chip one of your ceramic mugs so if I, and we all drink out of tiki mugs right right sure all the time i and so um i when i first started my business i posted a video of me taking a, a straw and breaking a wine glass with it just to you know just to prove the the strength of them okay and and it's probably about time I repost that, actually. So what I tell people is, is that, of course, you know, you're, you're drinking from glass, and glass always has the risk of breaking. But the risk is, is minimal, you know, for one, because of the strength of the glass, and for two, because it, it's not I've, – I've been using it for years, and I've never had one, like, break in a glass not once you know that's not it's like they need to be dropped on the ground they need to be like they need to be wailed on pretty hard um i tell people biters people straw biters they're like afraid i'm gonna bite it and crack it in my mouth and i tell them that they'll probably chip their tooth before the straw will break i would tell them also and, uh, 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 grow so, up what, I mean, what are you like five years old who bites the straw come on I, it's glass <laughs> it's glass come on <laughs> don't chew on glass man that's your problem right. <laughs> so the, the point is is like obviously there's a there's you know a risk but it's the same risk as you would run as like drinking out of a wine glass or the, as sure you know drinking out of a metal straw or like you know anything else it's uh it's it's not a risk that i think is you know it's it's a very unlikely sure. risk i guess sure. <laughs> is what I well i mean if, if anybody who's ever drank wine out of like crystal knows how it just putting it up to your lips sometimes feels like you're going to slice your lips off if it breaks because it's so damn thin sure yeah but, uh, and, and i really appreciate that your the straws are also uh you know machine washable i yeah, yeah. uh yeah, um we, i i have some nice bamboo straws that I like to use. But the problem is you can't really, you can't really run wood through the dishwasher and cause it's just, and they're really hard to clean. And after a while they get, if you, they get moldy or whatever. So it's like, ah, screw that. And 
Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, people don't drink out of a bamboo cup. Because can you imagine like how weird and moldy and funky that thing would get over time? Mm -hmm. And people don't drink out of stainless steel cups unless you're doing a derby or something, you know, yeah, but yeah. normally. And, be, and because it, um, because it, it tastes weird, you know, same with like plastic cups, even a plastic cup, you get a weird kind of plasticky flavor, mm -hmm. but with glass, you, you don't get that. And so, and I've had plenty of people that, you know, that appreciate that who really have like discerning yeah. taste buds who really want to taste just the drink, but want to yeah. use a straw, the using a glass straw is an obvious choice, yeah. you know, cause it's just like, and they don't get cold, you know, like stainless steel would. You know, when you put it into a, you know, a, a glass filled with crushed ice, um, they don't conduct heat or cold at all. They're, it's, you know, once I started using them on a regular basis, to me, it's like, oh, this is the obvious choice. This is obviously the best, you know, the best straw there is for all, you know, for all these different ways. They're easy to clean. You know, they don't get hot. They're, they're resistant to heat and cold. You know, things taste better through them. And. So, you know, I think that's worth the risk. <laughs> yeah, you know, I never, I never thought of that before. I'm, I'm, uh, the idea of it, you know, not picking up any uh, tertiary flavors as far as like yeah. from plastic or uh, it's kind of the same thing in, um, in the cigar world. I'm, I'm a cigar smoker and the, the, they, the, you know, there's always a big debate about whether you should light your cigar with a, a butane torch or a match or a piece of cedar right. because it's going to change the flavor of the cigar and all this kind of stuff. And so, uh, you know, everybody wants to use the cleanest fuel so you don't get any residual flavors or anything. But yeah, with a cocktail, you go through, you know, you go through all the effort of squeezing all your fresh juices. You spend 40 bucks on a bottle of freaking rum. You don't want to drink through a cheap plastic straw and have it change the flavor of your... Yeah, you, your you really don't. And as far as I know, like, you know, like I said, some people can't tell, but some people have really discerning, t discerning taste buds. And like, you know, I've heard people say, I don't like drinking through straws because I don't like the way it tastes. Mm-hmm. And I've been like, well, here, try this. And it's like, you know, you, you can taste the difference. I call it, in the business, we call it flavor distortion. The surface but surface, you won't get any flavor distortion. It also classes up your drink a little bit if you're the kind of person who's like, oh, I don't want to drink through a straw. But, right. you know, but especially when it comes to tiki drinks, uh, with, with all You've the... you got to have a straw. Yeah, I mean, you can't drink a crushed ice drink from a Collins glass, you're going to end up with a, with, I was smacking yourself in the teeth with ice all the time. It's just, it's, it's annoying. You got to have a straw. So if you're going to use a straw, why not keep it classy and have a nice fancy straw that, you know, either is says something about you or about the drink or, uh, and you offer a lot. So there's no reason for anybody not to find something that, that goes with their style. So there's no reason to not class up your drink and get something that, you know, represents yourself. That's the hashtag add class with glass. Look at that. I didn't even know that, but I, it just yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, because there's a, besides the fact of looking better, it also, um, you know, it, it's got that environmental factor to it and you can take it to a nice place or an, like an outdoor event. I know summer's almost over now, but ho hopefully next spring we'll be kicking up with the festivals again. You know, why not bring your, you, you got a lot of people that are bringing their own mugs to places. Why not bring your own straw too? And, and uh, class it up. Yeah, so, I, I'm working with uh, with a guy in Florida right now. Um, his his company is called Nothing in Particular Productions, but he's a uh, he's making these band. I know that you can't see him on the podcast, but I'll show you one. He's making me these bamboo 
Straw cake. Oh, nice. So people can take their straws with them, you know, without to to the bars or whatever. And keep That's pretty cool. So that is pretty cool. I'll have Damn. those available here in the next like next month or so. You truly are thinking of everything, man, because that was, you know, the they say I'm I'm not smart enough to do this, but I was because I always see it after the fact. But they say, you know, you find something in the market that doesn't exist, and you and you you fill in that that gap in the market. But that that's the next problem. It's like okay, now we got the glass straws, but nobody wants to put a wet straw in their in their wife's purse or their or their pack their pocket and carry right. it around with them. So you're solving problems all over the place, man. Yeah, it's mostly it's 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 you know it's out of necessity, like you said. People, I get messages, people saying, "I need this," you know, "I need a carrying case for my straw." And I'm like, okay, well, I'll come up with something. And I've you know for a while I had like these these velvet bags that those are still on the website, you know. But I wanted you know people wanted a hard case, and and because I don't like to do plastic, you know, that's the whole basis of my point, business. Yeah. Is I'm a zero plastic business. I don't. I don't know, you saw the little flyer I put in with my orders. You know, I don't package with any plastic. You know, I don't ship with any plastic. I don't use styrofoam. I don't use packing peanuts. I do everything in recycled cardboard. And uh, so I wanted to come up with a cool carrying case, you know, that wasn't, you know, I'd, I know some people that carry their straws in like those plastic toothpaste or toothbrush uh, cases. And, uh, and, I, and I, you know, I, I came up with this bamboo tube idea. And uh, I think it's going to go over really well those, yeah, well, i should have those available here in the next you know couple months that's awesome man yeah but then so then it like it went from like straws it started with straws and then it went to like you know because of all the garnishes and everything i'm like okay well how about cocktail picks you know and th then that became you know the next thing i did and then you know how, then i saw you know a martinique swizzle one day and i was like huh i think i could probably make one of those out of glass so i you know so I made one of those one day and put it on the site. And it's like every, everything I make, every new idea I have, I throw them into the court of public opinion. You know, yeah. I, 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 either someone plants the seed. More often than not, someone plants the seed. Someone says, I have this idea for this thing and I'll make it and I'll throw it out there. And, uh, and then I'll let Instagram decide whether or not it's going to be a hit, you know. And that's how that puffer fish came about. I, uh, I was actually doing a live stream with my friend Mac. 80 who does the uh he's olmac tiki i don't know if you're familiar with him but he uh he asked me it was his idea hey do you think you could do a puffer fish you know that's in line with the straw and i did it i, I made the very first one i did live you know during like a live stream and uh and and i posted it and it blew up literally like that one post the very first puffer fish i made that post got like over 120 comments on it who are like when are these going to be available i have to have one you know and so, I mean, it got me to, it, it got me to buy in, man. Cause the, the, the cool factor was that it was in line. So it's like, it, it's, it's, you know, it's one thing to have a design on the outside of the straw, but it's a, you know, we're talking about flavor profile earlier. Like, I feel like it's going to give you more of like, for, even if it's, even if it's just in my head, I feel like when I'm going to, when I drink through it, it's giving me more of a burst of, of, of the drink. Sure. Right here. Check this out. This is a, speaking of the inline straws, this is going to be the, one of the new ones. It's, oh, nice. It's a pineapple. Nice. Inline pineapple. So I'm, I've, I've like already, we were talking about the idea thing, you know, I'm already like mulling all these new ideas for different inline straws, you know, and the pineapple is, I, I, I did want to, I've 
got a few of these out in the world and I'm already getting a bunch of messages about these. My problem is I'm not a very good, like my marketing is like, Hey, everybody look what I have here, you know? And then it kind of just like, and then I let it like, you know, yeah. do its thing organically. And the puffer fish was the first time I actually like did sort of a campaign. I like put it out in the world and then I like took some to Tiki Oasis and I had a, and I had a, I had them on display at Tiki Oasis and I had a, an email list and I said, Hey, if you're interested in one of these, fill out the email list and I'll send you a, and I'll let you know when they become available for pre-sale. And I got the whole pre-sale idea from all the different mug makers. You know, that's something that mug yeah. makers often do. And, uh, and so, so then I made this pineapple straw and I put it out there, you know, on social and I started getting all these calls, all these messages for it because they're not in the online store. And I just, instead of going like, okay, I'll make that available in a month you know, or whatever. I just started going like, yeah, yeah, okay, I can make you one. Here's an order. Yeah, okay, I can make you one. Here's an order. And I need to be more conscious of, you know, of letting people wait yeah. for a new product because I just want to like get it out there, get it out there, you know. And well, so actually, I have a couple. That brings me to my, I'm sorry, that brings me to my next question. Uh, and by the way, you might be getting a couple more orders for pineapple straws because that's all of our decor in our house is all pineapples. So uh, you got it, man. But, um, uh, that was going to be my next question was, okay, we know, you know, congratulations on being able to do this at, at, for a living, but, uh, as far as like custom orders or growth in the future, do you see like, let's say, you know, let's say, uh, let's say I want to put in a custom order for pod tiki, you know, straws, like, you know, sometime in, let, let, let's say, you know, or let, someone bigger than me, let's say someone like, uh, you know, like Smuggler's Cove or someone likes Creeper's Cove or someone like one of those guys, Let, let's say they want to, or Tiki Land Trading or something, like they want to do a custom a custom run that is going to be a continuous thing. Like, do you see yourself being able to grow that in the future? I mean, you're doing it by yourself now, right? Well, um, I am. And I'm, well, as, as, as far as the art straws go, I am. I actually have, I've hired another glass blower okay. to do all my, really simple straws like okay. all the um i buy i buy the tubing in bulk i buy the, the tubing in these like four sure. foot sections and i used to you know pay one guy to cut them all for me um just because it's a, a monotonous job. i actually have my kid do it for me <laughs> and then <laughs> and then i would labor. just sit and spend hours every night just fire polishing the ends you know and fire polishing is where i make the ends all smooth you okay. know so you can drink out them because when i score them and snap them they're still a little sharp so I don't fire polish straws anymore. I have another guy that I just like piece rate to do the fire polishing for me for the simple, basic glass straws. Mm -hmm. And he's recently moved up to doing, um, doing the bamboo straws now. So I don't make too many of the bamboo straws anymore okay. either. Um, I make some of like, I'll make them if someone orders a custom length or like the smoothie straws, ones I don't get a lot of orders for, but I have someone now who makes the ones who like, um, that I want to keep an inventory of so I can just like fill orders. But as far as all the art straws go and everything, that's still in the cocktail picks and pretty much the specialty items. Those are still all me. And I'm, 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 I'm in a fix because I really, I'm at, I'm, I'm almost to the wall as far as what I can produce yeah. on a daily basis. And, um, so I've been thinking a lot about, you know, exactly what you're saying. I, uh, I recently got the capacity to be able to do um, um, branded straws. I, uh, 
I, it's it's something I've been thinking about and trying to do for a couple of years now, but it was, uh, and I tried a few different methods, you know, I was, there's several different ways to, you know, put someone's brand on a straw. There's mm. a machine called a pad printer that you can do it. And that's how they like, they, they do pens and golf tees and golf balls and stuff. But that was, there's every, every single one had its limitations. And what I finally, uh, settled on was these um these decals that that i they're called water slide decals that i that i put on i wet and put onto the straws and i bake them in the kiln to like bake them on and it's like pretty much the same as the decals you'd see on a a shot glass or a pint glass you know the same durability and strength you know so i found this company down in southern california that'll make decals for me really reasonably and their order minimum is is lower than anyone else I've been able to find. So uh-huh. I'm able to do decals now for it's 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 still the order minimum is still 75 decals. But if I've already um, I've already gotten into talks with a couple different uh, tiki bars in the area. I don't want to drop any names, um, but um, but I it looks like I might be getting some like branded straws into a few. Uh, into a few places here soon. And I've also talked to like, um, to Joseph from Tanduai rum. He's interested in, uh, and he's interested in getting some branded straws with their, you know, their rum logo on it as, as merchandising for them. So the next person I hire out, if I hire anyone is someone that's going to be applying decals for me, because that's something I don't really want to do either. <laughs> the monotonous stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But if like, if, someone wants a pod tiki like say you wanted one pod tiki straw i've i've done ones before where I'll, i can just take a straw and a really thin piece of glass and literally like write you know yeah. onto them before i've written ones i've had ones that say tiki i've had ones that you know have, i've put people's names on them i put you know well, wedding I, dates I, on them before so. yeah i um i assumed you can do the one-off stuff but i guess um where i was going was like you were saying like it seems like you're about to be to that level where people are going to start asking you for, you know, runs of stuff. Like, you know, I'm, I next year, uh, my goal this year was to get, I, I had some, some, uh, some writing and some music stuff I was trying to get done. I wanted to build my, my following a little bit, but then my goal next year was to um, put a shop on the site and start doing some merch. And, uh, Right. You know, so, and I, I notice a lot of people, a lot of our peers, you know, in the game are, are, are doing that. So it's, uh, I, it's, it's not going to be too long. I'm sure between people start reaching out to you for, you know, runs of things. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I've, I've done like, yeah, I've, I've got a few people, you know, that I've been forced more straws are going to be getting out in the world that are branded. And the cool thing about the cool thing that I like, about the decals and the fact that I'm doing them in house is that I can still, I'm, I'm really into doing into like customer service and, and, and customizations. And so rather than someone saying, like I say, okay, you know, the decal minimum is 75, but, but if I'm doing them in house, you could put straw and 10 of them on, you know, a 10 inch straw and 10 of them on an eight, and strong yeah. like yeah. totally mix it up and still yeah. so i, I it, it allows me to still offer people 
you know, offer my customers, you know, um, a choice because th there's, there's glass straws available in China. There's like Alibaba and those guys that they, they, they sell glass straws by the thousands, but yeah. they, and they sell branded straws, you know, where you can get them labeled there. You know, I probably shouldn't even saying this, but, <laughs> and, uh, but what sets me aside from them is I offer, you know, people choices, you know, people yeah. can order from me and they can order any different size they want. They can, or they can email me and go, I want, you know, I need a 11 and a half inch straw for this particular mug that I, that I really like. And, and, and I can have it for them, you know, and that's, that's what sets me apart. So I imagine my growth, you know, if I want to keep that in mind, my, I can only get so big, but that's, I, but it's really important to me that I'm able to do that. Yeah. And there's something to be said about, um, whenever you can, sometimes it's cost prohibitive, but whenever you can using that local, smaller domestic company that can, uh, to talk to somebody. And I can tell you as somebody who's ordered merch before being able to talk to somebody and swap your ideas back and forth and go, I mean, just those, um, those umbrellas I had made, I had branded, I used, uh, a guy at, a, um, I was actually looking for his name right here so I could give him a plug, but, um, he posts on, on the, the Tiki pages all the time. Uh, are you talking about, are you talking about, um, um 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 the the oh geez i feel horrible Why am I Canada? on this uh okay i'm not thinking of the same guy i was thinking uh, of the the guys that make the umbrellas with the dangly lanterns on them no i am feel i feel horrible right now i'm having a total brain fart <laughs> and this this guy was completely his name was brian and he's he's a but um i will give him a plug on the website i'm sorry brian i forgot the name of your company right now i had a little bit planner's punch but we, uh, um, but he was totally, totally cool with me. I went over my, went over the, uh, the logos, went, went back and forth for via email, uh, was totally, was totally, uh, kept me in the loop when my, when my package got held up at the Canadian border during quarantine for like three months. Cause I don't, I don't know what they were doing with a bunch of cocktail umbrellas. It but, happens, man. <laughs> but, Believe um, me, I know. <laughs> But uh, anyway, there was something to be said about using that that smaller company or the or at least the local company that you can talk to a real person, and uh, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, sure, you, you could probably get the straws branded from China for thirty five cents a piece, and, and but they're not gonna, you know, God forbid you have any problems or they're you know they're not gonna be high quality, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely true. It's not that cheap from China. <laughs> I, I, I actually compete i actually compete believe it or not um i, I try to but yeah like the, if you go onto my website it's you know surfsidesips.com and go down to the bottom of the page my my name my email address and my phone number are right on there and that's like that's my cell phone that's my phone number right there and so it's like you can get in touch with me if you call me up you know i'm i'll usually pick up the phone and, you know, if you send me an email, I try, you know, I try really hard to, 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 to answer every email I get. So that's really important to me. I think that's like, I, I think that's one of the reasons my business has been as, as successful as it has because I, because and those are the kind of customers I want, you know, that, that appreciate that. 
I, I was just having this conversation today with someone and I said in like the three years I've been in business, I get an email once a week, you know, going like, Hey, could I get the status of my order? And, and I, you know, and I'll find their order and I'll go, yeah, yeah, here's where it is. Here's where you are in the queue. You know, thank you for your patience. And one time in the three years I've been in business, I had someone, uh, I got a hate email from a lady, you know, going like this is, it'd been four days since she'd ordered her order. And she was like, this is unacceptable. You know, you, she was semi <laughs> was super irate that, that, that I hadn't shipped her order yet. And I nicely said, you know, I apologize. Um, I'm, um, a small business. I'm not amazon.com. Um, here's a full refund. Um, why don't you go to Amazon and see if you can find some straws there? Thank you very much. And I like blocked her. <laughs> I was just like, and I was like, that's not the kind of customer I want, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it, I, and I didn't feel the least bit bad about it. <laughs> there are, um, unfortunately, I don't think any amount of, uh, somebody like that, no, no amount of rum is going to make them a nicer person. So, right. Yeah. Haters going to hate, right? <laughs> indeed. Indeed, my friend. Well, man, we're coming up on an hour. Is there anything okay. that we haven't talked about that you want to touch on or, uh, anything about the company or about future plans, man? I, I guess we've been getting into that a little bit already. Uh, like anything okay. in the near, anything in the near future we can look forward to? I'll put you okay. on the spot here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Going back to the inline. No, no, it's cool. Going back to the inline straws. I don't, I just don't want to make any promises, but an idea I've been thinking about a lot <laughs> is, is, is for the inline straws is I really want to make a, a shrunken head straw, Ooh. an inline straw that has a shrunken head on it. And that's everyone's reaction. If I make it, it's going to, it's going to blow up. And so I'm going to make it and I'm going to figure it out. And it is coming. They might be $50 each. <laughs> depending, depending on how detailed I try to get into them. But that's, uh, that's, that's something I've been thinking about a lot. And it could be in a month. It could be in a year. But that's like, that is the, that's the design that has, that has been my obsession lately. And I'm just trying to find the time to, to actually, you know, to jump into it. Um, so is there, has, has there, oh man, has there ever been anything that you had the idea of and then you got to doing it and you were like, oh, this is not how, not, not going to work out the way I saw it in my head or it's way too complicated or I can't make the glass go that way or, or something. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a few, especially early on, but I've been at it long enough now that I, I, I almost know beforehand you know whether or not i can do it mm -hmm. what happens a lot is i'll get a request for a custom straw and people will ask for just like this level of detail that i'm just like you know i got i have someone ask me they're like i want a straw that has six tentacles coming out of it and one of them i want <laughs> to be holding a little ship and then i want the ship to have a broken mast with a pirate flag and i was just like you know i could probably do that but you're talking about a know a $400 straw that would take me you know all day a couple days probably to make <laughs> you know? so um so I get asked to do things you know I turn people down all the time where it's just like where it's just a level of detail that I can't you know that I just yeah. know that I can't do or, oh. or 
or I get asked, I get asked for Disney straws a lot. And I, I try not, I do this, I do the lightsaber straws, but I try not to, you know, copy other designs. Yeah. 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 You know, um, if I can, you know, I, I like to, to stay unique if I can. Um, and there's been a few things that I tried early on that I've come full circle and come back to that I tried early on and I wasn't able to do, but now that my, I've, my skills have gotten better that sure. I've, yeah. that I've, that I can do now. So, you know, who, who knows, you know? I mean, uh, like you were saying, some of those things are probably so intricate that it's just, you could do it, but it might be, you'd, you'd have to charge so much for it that it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a, a you know. Right. So, like maybe, this. Well, well, okay, so you don't have to answer this, but you are in California okay. and you do glass blowing. Have you ever had anybody ask you to do anything extracurricular Besides straws, uh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, every, everyone I've learned, all the people I've learned from, all my mentors are all, all made pipes and bongs, mm. you know. And that's I got into glass blowing, and one of the reasons I got into making straws is because I did not want to make pipes and bongs. Sure. That, that I just was that wasn't what I was interested. But I love the medium so much, you know that, and so that's you know. So I made marbles for a couple of years and uh they're not in all but there's no money in marbles <laughs> so, I, so i got into straws you know most i got into straws as like as a business and then it evolved into an art form you know it, when i started surfside sips my intention wasn't to like make inline pineapple straws that wasn't even I, my my intention was to make simple you know sure mass produce simple glass straws for every bar and restaurant in California. And so, you know, it's funny that you talk about, you know, you know, what if I wanted to like pr provide, you know, in bulk to these, to these places, you know, that's was originally what I was trying to do. And it, it evolved into this whole, you know, art tiki, you yeah. know, uh, thing that I never imagined when I started the company. And I, I couldn't be happier that it's gone the direction that it has, you know, it's like opened up so many, like, you know avenues for me artistically and you know um with the people that i've met and and just with you know and with the culture and everything um it's really i'm i i like i said i just feel so fortunate to have like kind of fallen into this rabbit hole you know of i, I feel like i feel like um like metaphorically like that i'm just like my whole like uh, um, journey with Surfside Sips is like I've just been like following, walking down this path, and it's just kind of like, you know, like I guess life is kind of like this too. It's just like, oh, here's this thing, you know, someone drops a recommendation, I get an idea, and I just kind of like have just been kind of following this path around, and and it's brought me to where I am now. And it's like, and to look, when I look back on it, I'm like, wow, how did you know? How did I get here? How did this all happen? Yeah. And and it's uh. Yeah, it's 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 been it's been I, I'm I'm blessed, you know. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> it's, it's been it's been a wonderful journey, and I'm and I'm so happy to be on it. And I'm really, you know, I'm really looking forward to the future. Well, there is a um, one of the things that I I believe I mentioned to you. I forget if it was before we got on or not. Was I my journey through 
writing about Tiki and doing the Pod Tiki podcast has been so much learning on my part as well about this narrative that that um, that exists between all these different people and all these different drinks and these bars and these hotels and all these. And we definitely, you know, you read a Beach Bumberry book or a Martin Kate book, or you go to these places and they talk about the drinks that they uncovered from these days of yore. And we are now in this Tiki revival, which is really, I think like the second revival that's happened since the original Tiki. And there might be a third and fourth revival 50 years from now. And people will be looking back on, people like yourself doing this kind of stuff now and you know hopefully you have you and and maybe hopefully one day myself and all of us doing this thing right now will ingratiate ourselves into the the narrative so that somebody looking back will uh will look back on you making these straws uh you know and as as some new invention the same way they look back on someone like steve crane creating the luau and well, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, one could hope. I mean, that wasn't the plan. So if it worked out that way, that even the better, you know? <laughs> I've always thought about, like, uh, I don't know, man, maybe it's, the, it's, maybe it's the dumb writer in me. I've always wanted to, like, think about, like, well, what are, what's going to be the legacy when I'm gone? And, uh, and it, to be a, to, um, I mean, I, I definitely think you are doing it, man. You're, you're, you've, you've gone out and you've made your passion, your, your career, and it seems to be blowing up and it seems like you're still on the upswing and yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's, it's a trip. It's a trip to be here because it's like, like I said, it wasn't the plan. And I like, you know, I, I, uh, well, <laughs> I always wanted to be famous, you know, as a kid, but I never imagined like, the the, the 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 fame that I've gotten from the from this artwork was was wasn't you know what I had in mind as a kid. You know, and it's <laughs> and it's funny, man, because there's you know we're in the age now, and I don't want to be too hacky and cliche, but we're we're in the age now where you know you uh, you know a, a twenty year old can go on TikTok and and become famous for for a couple of weeks, but I I, I think I feel like you're doing something. Like your products are gonna be here when when we're not anymore. Like like you you, you so have too. you have a uh, you know and and there might be people that copy you in the future and whatnot. Like you said, you weren't the first to do it, but you definitely have infiltrated this genre and created something. I, I welcome them. I welcome any other glass artists that want to make. I think it's awesome. Tiki man. straws. I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm definitely not gonna take possession of this you know i can be the first or whatever but i welcome anyone who wants to come in and make glass straws for tiki cocktails i think it would be awesome i think it would be awesome if more there were more straw I, makers out there <laughs> and i think that um to kind of bring it home i think that is a good way to summarize uh all the different aspects and facets there are of this genre this tropical tiki this tropiki thing that we all are kind of a part of it's it's so like you said earlier, it's so inclusive. And it's the Ohana. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it doesn't matter what aspect of it you do, whether if you're in art or cocktail making or writing and podcasting or blowing glass, there's a place to, uh, that, that once again, to use the Venn diagram uh, metaphor, like it all, it all comes together through the tropical Tiki vibe. And it's definitely a place to uh, come together. And I can't wait to come to an event and meet you in person, my friend. 
Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I'll see you Alohana. Hey, let me throw that that uh, promo code out there. Yeah, please do. So yeah, so I'm uh, creating promo code for Podtiki. If you go on to SurfsideSips.com and uh, at checkout, if you put in Podtiki, all one word, all caps, um, in the discount code, you'll get 20% off of everything in the online store. You heard the man. Podtiki listeners, step it up. Give them this, uh, show some love. Show some love to both of us. And uh, man, just before we head out, just plug your own stuff like where everybody can find you. Uh, the website, the the social meds, all that jazz. Okay, yeah, yeah. You can find me. I'm on uh, I'm on Instagram. It's at Surfside Sips. I'm on Facebook because you can't do Instagram without Facebook. They're all linked. So if you see me on Instagram, you're gonna see the same thing on Facebook, pretty much. Um, I have a I have a YouTube channel, but it doesn't have much activity. I'm also on TikTok, but not much activity there. But every now and then, I'll drop a new thing. Um, People are posting my straws all the time on Pinterest. Um, I have several influencers on um, on um, on YouTube. You know, there's Rum Runner Dan, there's Spirit Seekers, there's uh, Home Bartender Ann, Educated Barfly, Steve the Bartender. All those guys have all used my straws and promoted them on their uh, on their YouTube channels. Um, the website is www.surfsidesips.com. Um, but mostly Instagram is my main platform. I, yeah. I, you know, I spend a lot of time there. That's, that's, uh, that's where I get, you know, most of my activity do a lot of my business. Um, and I, I yeah, have been, if you, you know, feel free to reach out to me, send me a direct message, send me an email. It's Andrew at surfsidesips.com. Uh, I love to talk straws. I love talking Tiki. You know, well, reach out. I love doing custom stuff. If you got an idea, throw it at me. The worst that'll happen is I'll say no. Yeah, and make sure you uh, hashtag and add him for all your posts if you're using his straws already. Um, let everybody know what you got, what design you got. I'll definitely be doing that when I get my puffer in. Uh, I can't wait to uh, to try that bad boy out. Um, I'm loving the bone straws already. It's Halloween time. I'm going to be using those bad boys all, all season oh, long. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, thank you so much for hanging out with me this evening. Uh, well, I guess it's Thanks just now, it, it's just now becoming evening for you. It's becoming night for me, uh, <laughs> which was, I gotta say, um, the, as the weirdest part of going to Hawaii for the first time was that seven hour time difference from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, right. I did not expect it to be that weird. But the first day I was there and the first day I got back was some of the weirdest days of my life, man. Just having that, like, landing there and it being dinner time, but being midnight back home was right. like, like, and being awake, like being that tired when the sun's out. It's just, it was so freaking weird. Yeah, try going to Asia. It's gnarly. It's like flip flop. Oh, man. Literally. Yeah, it's a trip. <laughs> my, my wife uh, lived in Uruguay for a while, so... She was completely in the opposite seasons and everything, other side uh, of the equator. But man, this is been... real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, is there anything else that we didn't touch on that you want to drop? No, man. I, you know, I'm so grateful to be here. I'm, 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 I'm. I, uh, I could, I could go on for hours. You know, I think we, I think we touched all the bases. Uh, um, if you don't find any, like I said, if you don't find anything that you're looking for on the website just reach out, you know, you can get, I, I make straws in 
and 15 different colors. I make them, I have a uh, smoothie size and, and regular diameter. I make them in five. I have them available on the store in five different lengths. But if you want a different length, you know, reach out to me. Um, customizations where I'm at. That's what I do. By so, the way, to the listeners out there, don't sleep on those, uh, the bigger size straws because especially um, if you're using a lot of crushed ice in your drinks or even if you're doing mojitos and you don't want that, you know, you get that one piece of mint that gets stuck in your straw all the time and, and blocks up your, it just those, those bigger size straws have been a lifesaver for Tiki. Drink. Yeah. The smoothie straws are what's up. Well, hmm. once again, Andrew, I appreciate you. Um, Hang on for a minute. When we get done recording, I'll, I'll see you off. But uh, just want to thank you once again. Uh, drop that promo code, and uh, it's Podtiki, all one word, all caps, and show them some love. And, uh, Matt, I'm sure we'll talk to you again. Um, you know, the first time we chat is usually all business, and then so next time we can we can tangent a little bit more. But I just wanted to make sure I got the uh, – you know, I wanted to make sure I got the, the word out for – for, for Surfside Sips, but honestly, I don't think you need my help from looking at your Instagram page. I think you're doing just fine, man. I appreciate so, it. Um, mahalo. Mahalo. What, uh, okay, so as far as Pod Tiki listeners, thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember to listen and drink responsibly and uh, look out for the next episode of Pod Tiki, which is going to be a little bit of a different kind of episode. I've um, Instead of focusing on one drink, I'm kind of I couldn't make up my mind. So I picked three drinks that are very similar and I'm going to kind of dissect them. And, uh, the impetus was a little bit of Jamaican influence going into the holidays here. So, uh, we'll see you guys next time on pod Tiki. Um, so on behalf of pod Tiki and Surfside sips, we'll see you guys next time. Cheers. <laughs>